0: Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. If this is your first episode, welcome. And if you've been here for a while, welcome back. Today I am talking with Chandra Sanders of the Mom Project about why so many moms are leaving the traditional workforce in search of other options. Chandra, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, I'm so excited to dive into this topic. I think there's just a lot of moms who are going to be able to listen to this and just feel that sense of like. I know I'm not alone and it's good to hear. I'm not alone because sometimes just knowing that is so beneficial but also talk about some tangibles of what options are and what we can do despite everything that's going on. So, before we dive into all of that, I would love to just learn more about who you are, what you do and the role that you play at the Mom Project. Of course.
1: Again, I am Chandra Sanders. I am the director of Rise at The Mom Project, a mom of three beautiful kids, right? So I am very familiar with working life, mom life, work mom integration, all of that good stuff as well. But I'm also here to let other moms know that you can do both and you can do both well, and then you can create the life that you want, whatever life works for you so that you can have your kids but also you can make an income and just feel valuable as well, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So tell us more about like, what does the Mom Project do?
1: Sure. The Mom Project is a digital talent marketplace. We are the leaders in connecting businesses with highly trained female talent.
0: Mm -hmm. You're
1: to tap into the market, usually of moms who are usually the last on everyone's list when it comes to workplaces, right? but we're here to elevate moms, elevate women, women of color to truly make the best of their careers while taking care of their home family
0: responsibilities. Yeah. Can you share with us a little bit more about like your career journey? Cause I know you, you weren't always working with the mom project, but kind of what you were doing prior to the mom project and how like your transition from high school teacher, Spanish teacher. I was a former high school teacher too. I taught high school English. Yes. And how that transition and journey from where you were to where you are now.
1: Yeah. Like you said, I started off as a high school Spanish teacher many, many, many years ago, but I really didn't like being confined to four walls and a classroom all day. I just felt like I was like kind of stuck. So I did teach for a couple of years, but then moved to higher education and implemented some online learning programs, online learning curriculums at different universities in Louisiana. I did that for a little bit at a few different universities, but kind of got bored with that too. I've always had this thing where I don't ever want to be stuck. I don't ever want to know just one thing, like one topic, one subject. So I really just like to have my hands kind of like in everything so that I could always get a job no matter what. So after teaching After working in higher ed for a bit, I also had a mommy and me boutique on the side as well for a little bit. So I'm very familiar with the like arts and crafts slash uh, side hustle (laughs) type. Yeah, while being a mom, which was very valuable to my experience as well. But I packed my bags, moved from Louisiana about seven years ago, headed to Silicon Valley to truly dive deeper into tech and to really figure out who I was, what I wanted. Um, I didn't want anything to stop me. So yeah. after spending a few years in Silicon Valley, you know, I've worked at lots of different top tech companies as a consultant, senior consultant for multiple companies. I got laid off. Oh yeah. However, I was only laid off for about three weeks because I found the mom project. But what really helped me was that I didn't stay in one profession the my entire life.
0: Yeah. You know, you don't ever
1: want to wait too late. And I think I always had that fear of just being stuck, whether relationship (laughs) or be in a job, right? I just didn't ever want to be stuck. So I did everything I could. I got some certifications under my belt, got some experience with different companies. So that led me to the Mom Project. I found them within three weeks of being laid off from my consulting role. And now I'm here truly making a difference and impacting other women who are in the same position as me, who possibly gotten laid off, but not just even laid off, but had to choose between either working or taking care of their kids during the pandemic, right? And so yeah. with all of that being said, I haven't worked in an office full-time since 2017. And mm-hmm. that has been the best thing that could have ever happened to me. I just have been able to experience life in a way that I never mm-hmm. thought was possible. Yeah, right? I'm not stressed out, working eight to five in an office. Like I'm free to be able to do both mm-hmm. and enjoy both without neglecting my kids. Yeah. So I probably said to you, but I just had
0: to give it all to you. No, I love that. I, and I love hearing different people's stories and journeys and kind of like their thoughts on what was going through their mind as they're getting started in their career and then making changes. Because I think the so one thing that I see a lot that really stuck out to me while you were talking is so like you had this kind of recurring theme of not wanting to feel stuck. And so you would do something, learn it, do something else, dabbled in multiple things and excelled in a lot of things. I think a lot of the people that I talk to or come across, they're maybe in a field where you know they went to college, got their first job, and they feel stuck in that role. But what's keeping them stuck in that role is like that mentality of, well, this is what my degree is in, or this is what I went to school for, and this is the job I have. I can't possibly do anything else. And I see that so much of teachers, myself included, when I was a teacher, English teacher, and I was looking to, I wanted to be at home with my kids. And I thought I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I realized I really like working and I I like having the perfect kind of integration that works for me, which might be different for other people. But I kept telling myself, no one's going to hire me. Like All I can do is teach. Did you have any of those feelings or like limiting beliefs or how were you able to just like silence and go with it? Because I think that is so amazing.
1: You know, honestly, if I have an idea, I'm going, I'm not going to second guess myself. And it's usually worked out. I would say 98% of the time it has worked out. You have to be a risk taker. Like if there's something yeah. you want, you'll never get it if you don't take that step. So that's just something I've always done since I was younger. Like if I have an idea, a light bulb goes off, I'm going for it. You know, you miss 100% of the chances you don't take. So, but yeah. I, feel like, I feel like a lot of women are used to putting everyone ahead of themselves, right? So if, mm-hmm. you know, once you take care of your family, you're taking care of your husbands, you've got an income. And it's like, is this the life? Like, is this the good life? I don't know. So it's like, you kind of get used to what you're doing on a day to day and then years pass and then you've missed out on so much. However, it's never too late, right? It's
0: never, it's never too late. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any stories of like women who it's like, it's never too late stories to kind of show us what's what's out there. I mean,
1: I feel like a lot of the women who I come in contact with now are on both sides of the spectrum, right? They've had mm-hmm. experience in different things and they've had a great career but then the pandemic came and then they were forced to, again, choose either working or whatever. But then, you know, a lot of times this pandemic has really opened up our worlds to see, like, what's possible, what's out there. Mm-hmm. They may have been mm-hmm. marketing for all these years, but now they're seeing, you know, trends in tech. They're seeing all these different resources. And, then, for example, the Mom Project, we now have a reskilling program, right? And so they're seeing The different certification tracks that are available. They're saying that it's not going to take two years to get it done. You don't have to do it full time. It's accessible now, more accessible. Mm -hmm. And so now they're taking chances on themselves, right? So yeah, a lot of them are taking the chance before they get stuck. But then a lot of them are taking the chance because they are stuck, right? And they want
0: yeah. So yeah. What else are you guys seeing happening at the Mom Project right now? I mean nearly almost close to a million women left the traditional workforce in 2020. Like what has been going on at the mom project, like through all of this?
1: Yeah. I would say last time I checked, it was like 2 million, 2.1 million oh, wow. the, yeah, the workforce, right? The paid workforce. So that really honestly sent the mom project into overdrive because now like our mission is even more important. Moms were forced out of the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. So we determined and committed to providing economic opportunities for women to get back out there. However, if the workforce wants women back out there, right, we need a workforce that works for us, a culture Mm -hmm. that works for us, which means offering flexible work schedules, right? Offering hybrid working models, right? And so the MOM Project is working hard to work on or to advocate for policy changes, but also making connections with other companies who value the same things that we value.
0: Yeah, that is amazing. What a a great need that you guys are fulfilling out there for women everywhere. So here, I work with a lot of women that are wanting to go out and start their own freelance business. And I'm just curious if you guys at the Mom Project and the work that you're doing with companies, is it possible for women, moms to land some of these independent contract roles with these larger companies and larger corporations?
1: Oh my goodness. I wholeheartedly believe in contract work, the gig economy. Mm -hmm. I, you know, let me just throw this out there. I had a six month contract at Google, which opened up a whole new world for me six years ago. Yeah. That six month contract, that project-based work, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Wow project do- definitely on the portal definitely has jobs that are contract roles, right? Mm-hmm. We have both contract roles as well as full-time roles because mm-hmm. some moms may not want a full-time role, right? Like I believe in contracts just to see if I even like I'm testing out the company first too, yeah. as well as evaluating me,
0: I'm evaluating them. So I really love want that mindset. That is something you have to have. No matter if you are an employee or if you are working with a company as a contractor, it is, it has to be a mutual selection yeah. process. It has to be a mutually beneficial relationship. You have just as much say if you stay and continue as that company does who's paying you, whether it's full time or contract.
1: Agreed. That's why I believe in contract work. Like I started at the mom project on a short contract, right? It only mm-hmm. lasted a little bit because we were doing such great work. But yeah. I wanted to see what it was about for myself. And even mm-hmm. the first day, like I was truly engaged and committed to the mission and haven't looked back since then. So again, yeah. I wholeheartedly believe in contract work because it, you know, works for both sides, not just the company, yeah. not for you too.
0: Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, The Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just one forty seven. If you go to com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12 month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.mikaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. What do you see for some of those larger companies like Google or you know, maybe some that aren't as quite on the Google level? What do you see in those companies that are looking for contract type work right now?
1: So, you know, honestly, I see a lot of project management roles, coordinator roles, uh-huh. Like there are roles for everyone, right? You just need to uh-huh. come to mom project, get your resume up to speed. We have resources, we have community, we have upskilling certifications as well. That's not going to take you too long to get where you need to go. Uh-huh. There are roles both mid-level, high-level, all different types of levels, right? You just need to make sure uh-huh. that you're committed to putting your best self forward, your best resume forward, and you never know like when you'll get a call. You just have to go and apply. For example, I have a a candidate right now who's in our RISE reskilling program and she is right now working for the state, which she does Uh not love at all, but she came to the mom project with RISE, filled out her resume, got a new template, has been going through uh, interview preparation, all the resources that we have available, and is currently being interviewed by a Fortune 100 company right now. That's amazing. Definitely possible.
0: You just have to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So with the, the process of like landing contract work with some of these larger companies, are they running like the interview and application process? Because typically what I see in a lot of the freelance contract work that I see people doing, that's not necessarily with the larger corporations, larger companies. It's more like online business entrepreneurs, smaller, small, small, small businesses. It's more of the freelancer contractor is kind of running that process for those people that might be interested in that type of work. If they, if they start looking at it and it's not necessarily what they're used to, just to kind of make sure we have some like expectations of this is how it's done in this industry.
1: Yeah, of course. And I can speak from my own experience, right? You're mm-hmm. at these contract roles. You'll get a call from a recruiter who will then connect you to that company if you pass that Mm -hmm. right? So it's a buffer there of a recruiter or someone outside before you get to talk to the company. However, Mm -hmm. I've seen it the other way too. So it really just depends on the company who's hiring. But just the main thing is, is just to make sure that you're ready and that you're putting your best self forward and that you're Mm -hmm. polishing up your interview skills and that you're polishing up your storytelling skills, right. And that you're able to confidence because if you can't convey that confidence, you won't get hired. So for example, when I got my first six month contract, and I have to say it like that because I turned it into something amazing. I wasn't the best. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure I wasn't the best candidate. I was a teacher. I was working in higher ed. And then I went to straight to, the top tech company. Right. They mm-hmm. took a chance on me. However, they took a chance on me because of how I portrayed myself in my interview and my resume. Oh,
0: what did you do? Cause I know that something so like, no matter what type of workforce, someone's going after that is a necessary needed skill, but it's hard to have confidence when you haven't done something before. So what did that look like in your situation with the Google contract work? So that's true. It is hard to have confidence. However,
1: I believe that I could do anything. And so (laughs) that's my mindset. Honestly, like if there's something I want, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it. So whether that's reading up on the company, polishing up my own skills, making sure my resume is good, my body language is good. I'm able to convey and tell a story about my experience and how it can relate to the job that I'm applying for. Mm -hmm. You don't have to match the job description 100%. You know, Mm -hmm. 70%. 80% is pretty good. So, if you can find some really good dots to connect there, you won't have any issues. But the main thing is to believe in yourself because if somebody else can do it, you can do it too. You just have to have that faith and that belief in your expertise, your abilities, and be able to portray that. And sometimes that's doing mock interviews with friends, Mm -hmm. you know, just doing whatever you can to make sure that you can put your best self forward.
0: Yeah. And a lot of the process at the mom project with some of these roles, it's, that application. It's that cover letter, that resume.
1: Yeah. And also you want to make sure that your resume speaks to everything that you've done, right? Mm -hmm. If you've had a a pause, a career pause, right? Your resume doesn't have to show that. Honestly, you can highlight your skills, which is what I have another candidate, which is what she did. She had been out of the workforce for a while and went through our certification program for six weeks, got a job as a salesforce administrator after being out of the workforce for a while taking care of her family after only going through a 6 week boot camp she was able to secure an amazing job so yeah you know it's just having your resume there to be able to combat the applicant tracking system right making sure you're using those keywords Making sure that your resume is visibly appealing, but again, the Mom Project we have all those things. We're providing, templates. yeah, uh, we're providing interview skills. We're providing confidence building things. We're providing resources, everything that you need mm-hmm. to make sure that you're able to put your best self forward.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. What do you see companies doing right now to retain some female employees and or female contractors? Since gosh, you said almost 2.1 million have left the paid workforce. Are companies concerned about retaining female workers, or are they just like eh? I think companies right now
1: have truly robust diversity goals, right? And that diversity could be gender diversity, it could be racial diversity, the whole spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. So they are truly looking at their policies, offering flexible work options, offering benefits that moms, that women find valuable to attract them. Right now, it's like an attraction game, right? You have to attract Me. right? Yeah. so that's company culture, that's policies, uh, flexible work schedules. But I just want to let you know that companies, most companies, are committed to bringing moms back. So whatever they need to do to do that, they're working on it.
0: Yeah. The good ones are I've heard some horror stories from people that, despite the pandemic and despite proving that you can work from home and do your job from anywhere, that companies are doubling, some are doubling down and like requiring people to come back in the office and not giving that hybrid option and just making it hard, hard for moms. So it's really encouraging to know that. There are some companies out there who do care, who do realize, and who are looking at what they can do to keep moms working.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. But I also want moms to know that they have the power. We have the power, right? If that company doesn't value what you have to offer, then you go to another company. There's another company, 10 more companies that do, right? And those companies who are not willing to bend on this flexible work options and bend on these things, they're going to see a lot of turnover right? And so yeah. I think eventually they'll get there. Right now, it's kind of like the tradition versus non-traditional way. And so some, some companies, gonna, it's going to take a little bit more time to transition to something else. But there are those companies who are willing to put moms, women, diversity goals to the forefront to really have a, a better
0: workforce. Yeah. Where do you see the like best work opportunities for moms right now, like industry or like type of work? where are the opportunities?
1: I'm going to go with tech. And when I say tech, that doesn't mean that you have to sit there coding, right? You just uh-huh. need to work for a company. And I'm only saying this from my past experience, right? I love tech, uh-huh. it offered me so much flexibility, but definitely tech, which is why we're providing reskilling opportunities, six different areas in a tech space so that we can offer moms more flexibility, right? Uh-huh. Definitely tech for sure. And I have to keep saying that. But that's where I see the most flexibility because it is a little bit less of a casual culture and Mm -hmm. more of an inclusive culture. And they don't want to discount somebody just because they can't work eight to five. I can say when Mm -hmm. I was looking for one of the other top tech companies, they didn't really believe that someone should sit at their desk for eight hours. And so there were so many different amenities around that you could go and do and take care of your family, just do whatever, have a hybrid model. Just offering these things because they know what's important, and honestly, productivity increases whenever you give moms and give women and workers control over how they spend their day.
0: Oh my gosh, yes! And it's it's so exciting that that is changing and becoming more, more common. It has to.
1: It just has to for a better society. Like we've seen over the the last year and a half, what has happened, right? And mm-hmm. like, thank goodness, I had already been working from home but everyone was forced <laughs> to work from home. So if a company yeah. now is not willing to continue that, then you know they're going to be forced to have to continue it eventually.
0: Yeah, or they're not going to have the best talent. That's it. They're not going to be, because it's not just moms that need this flexibility. Dads need it. Dads deserve to have that flexible schedule and not have to be in an office from eight to five either. And people that aren't parents, it's just, work doesn't have to be the end all be all. It's right. Like we we forgot about
1: life. Like you still have to live. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, even with the pandemic, like your mental health, right? Like you just have to find a way to keep your workforce balanced. Right. And that means giving people control over how they spend their day. As long as the work is getting done. Like, I mean, we're all adults here. We've already been through school. You know, we've had the yeah. ring. We could get up and go use the restroom and do all these other things. We don't have to do that
0: for another 30 years. Oh my goodness gracious. Thank God for that. Yes. So tell us more about what's happening over at the mom project right now, all of the resources that are there for us and where we can go to connect and really learn more and dive into all that you guys have to offer. Of course, of course,
1: check out momproject.com for all things, the mom project, right? It's where you will see all of the different opportunities we have available both internally and externally with our partners, right? But then also we have a community, a really amazing community of over 400,000 women who wow. are participating on a daily basis, providing guidance to other moms in need, and not even just that, but just really leaning on each other to truly uh-huh. build each other up. Because again, we're always used to putting everyone else before us, right? When yeah. I was starting a job, And I came across the Mom Project. I was like, oh my God, I finally have a place where I don't have to hide who I am. I don't have to hide that I'm a mom and who values me. Right. And so I have a story from so many other women like, we're there, we're a resource, we're the biggest cheerleaders for you. So again, if you don't have the skills that you might need or you're looking for more skills, we have the Rise program. And you Uh can find information on that at Uh momproject.org. And that is offering free scholarships no cost to participants for upskilling. And we have about six tracks right now, project management being one, UX design, lots of different tracks that can span across different industries. And we want to make sure that the certification programs that we're offering can be done part-time while you're doing other things, right? But also something that is not going to take you forever to complete. You can see a really quick return on investment once you put the time in. So we have that, we have templates. We're making connections with different industry leaders to truly continue to give you the best experience for both yourself,
0: your career, and all around just being a mom. Yeah. And living that life you want to live, whatever that looks like for you, you can design and create that. And there are so many resources out there for those of you listening to help you achieve that. So- If you feel stuck, don't stay stuck alone. Reach out to the mom project, reach out to me. There are so many people out there wanting to help and support you along your journey. Well, Ashandra, thank you so much for coming on and talking about the work that you're doing, giving, giving us insight into all that is out there for moms and work. I so appreciate it. Thank you.
1: I enjoyed talking with you. Would love to talk to you again. I had an amazing time. If you ever need anything, just
0: give me a ring. Yeah. Now, just because the episode is over, doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the live free podcast mastermind with Michaela Quinn, or go to the show notes. We have it linked there and make sure you answer the questions. So our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends, but make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.